Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everyone. It is the build-up show Liverpool Tottenham Hotspur. Finally, it's oh been the longest two weeks God. ever. They've look. I don't. Look, I'm not going to sit here and, and, and bash international football, um, but because I've looked, there's, there's many, been international football. Honestly, they've tried to make it more exciting, and I think uh, probably if, if that's your, if that's your bag, that's your bag. Fine. Ring girls. What have they done to make it more in- uh, entertaining? Sorry, you, oh, you lost up? me there with the ring. <laughs> what? What, what have they done? They've what made, have they made, well, they've made any tournaments, haven't they? Oh, uh, is this this three-team three, three team league stuff? No idea. No one knows. Nobody knows. Uh, all we know is that there, there's just more competitive football, which bodes splendidly. So far... It doesn't it, feel like they've had competitive matches. Have they actually had competitive matches? What do you mean? England. Well, how would it, how would it feel if they had competitive matches? I don't matches? know. Maybe I might have thought someone would have mentioned it. They talked about it during the World Cup. Right. Like, no one's... I don't know any of the scores that England have had. Genuinely. Okay. No idea. Okay. Well, how did they get on? No idea. They drew with Spain? No, they lost to Spain. They lost to Spain and, and they beat... That, did they beat Swiss? Someone last night. But that, was a, but that was a friendly. That was a friendly. <laughs> anyway, what we know <laughs> is we know the Premier League. We know the rules of the Premier League. Uh, we have to face Tottenham Hotspur. But not at their stadium, at Wembley Stadium, because that's weird as well. Um, but so be it. Uh, what we do is we get to revisit the scene, um, case of, I, I think, probably the worst result of last season. You could maybe make the case for Man City, but I, I think you can make a case for extenuating circumstances around City. That was the one game last season where we were totally and utterly outplayed and made to look... Yeah, I think, I think uh, as far as a performance goes, yeah, the one that hurt the most was the, the last one. To be fair, um, but as far as performance goes, and, and certainly Premier League, that was the one where you know we looked a little bit silly and stuff. And I think the players will want to go out there, and you know, Dexy Lovren probably won't start in this game. But Joe Gomez might be heading into this game thinking that's not going to happen to me. I'm going to stand up to the threat of Harry Kane. I'm not going to let him treat me the way that he treats Dexy Lovren. Well, that's that, that that's the really interesting thing because by all accounts, the reports this week, Ross, is that Lovren, everyone seems to be floating out as a month. I don't think that's necessarily true, but we know that he's definitely not going to be, you know, he's not training, he's not fit, he's not going to be around for this. That was something that we were all looking at with gritted teeth when the fixtures came out, mm-hmm. and particularly once we knew that it was going to be at, at Wembley as well. The Kane versus Lovren battle was going to be a massive one, but exactly what Chris says there, by proxy, we've talked about Joe Gomez taking this opportunity in the absence of Lovren to really, you know, put a marker down. He's done it exceptionally well so far, but... Look, with the greatest respect to the players that he's come up against so far, all of whom he's handled really well, there is a class difference between Harry Kane and everything else that he's faced. Yeah, but I think he did well against Zaha, to be fair. I think you can throw him up there, who's been a top-class player. Five-goal a season, Wilfred Zaha. Well, 
he's still a oh, player. Yeah, he right. no, no, as you say, what, what I'm driving at, you know, these face challenges on the way. Look, Glenn, Glenn Murray is an effective centre forward. He's faced target men in Benteke. He's faced barely, he's faced barely guys who are going to love to fight. He's faced guys who are going to Harry and Hasselier in Arnautovic. But Harry Kane is the complete package. He is, you know, is he the arguably the complete centre forward? Probably is. And because of, as Chris says, everyone's got that memory of how Dejan Lovren was absolutely destroyed in this game. That's it's a combination of added pressure, but also, you know, a, a, probably a really tasty challenge for him. Yeah, I think he'll relish the challenge. I think he needs to maintain his, his place in, in that team. I think he can make a case if Lovren was fit, would he even start anyway? Given the fact of Gomez's form yeah. and that he lost his head and he got it hooked off, which Klopp never does. I think Joe Gomez needs to take that next step up to another challenge and cement his place within that team because his partnership he's got with Van Dijk at the minute he knows he's, he's got his back yeah. so I don't remember Van Dijk when we played Spurs last season did we when his, no, when no, his, when his, his, when his head, yeah, head, when his head fell off um, and obviously that spurred on a, a decent run that we went on and stuff but I just think since Van Dijk's come in was so much better we re- eradicate those mistakes and yeah. Lovren was playing the Van Dijk role which isn't what Lovren does anyway yeah. It'll yeah. be a slightly different challenge this time against Tottenham, won't it? I think, you know, I, I'm probably expecting them to go with two up top with with Moore and, and Kane. And, you know, I've not I've not seen every single game of Tottenham's, but it, it, Harry Kane hasn't quite looked the same player. Now, although he scored his two goals so far and he broke that duck in August and all that, he I think he's finding his feet with a strike partner mm-hmm. because I think he's grown accustomed to playing a certain way and the team playing off him in a certain way. Now, it'll be interesting for me to see what Tottenham do. Like, are they going to go and counter-attack us first and foremost or are they going to play their natural game? I think with Lucas Moura in the setup, we saw them take advantage of Manchester United in yeah. that way. But then equally, when you watch the first half of that Man United game, Man United were the better side. And I think Liverpool and Tottenham, Pochettino and Klopp, they're always going to be close for games yeah. and they're always going to be very difficult. It's almost toss of a coin as to who yeah. wins these, apart from the last one. Yeah, I don't where feel like. Us. Yeah, and I don't feel like we've got, we've truly ever really had the measure of Pochettino space. You know, I can look at. And I think Rodgers had a good record against him. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how many games he would have played, he played, played against him, but, you know, it's. You'd always feel a bit like. I go into every man's game against Man City quite confident. I don't have that with a Mourinho Man United team example. I always, you know, again, we still have yet to properly get the measure of those. The Spurs, when you're dead right, I think we always seem to be quite evenly matched. What I'd like this game to be is that, you know, it's, I, I spoke to Flav about this from from the Fighting Cock podcast. That video should be up on the on the channel now, um, and he talked about, you know, kind of them not maybe them that you know they're not quite at the, they're not quite at the races. They're maybe a little bit under strength, as you say. That Harry Kane's not quite firing on all cylinders, and they're also fearful of they didn't sign players. Uh, that and Liverpool have and Liverpool have improved. This is the this is the one where for me. We laid the less we laid the harsh lesson in this game last season. We used it as a basis to kick on. Really, what we should be doing is the what we learned. It should be just a continuation. This shouldn't be a stopping point. We should have come full circle here, having improved from the last time we played them away, gone on to a Champions League final, strengthened the squad, and we should come back for this game and prove. Yeah, I want to. I want to be you know quite quite. To be brutally honest, I want to be closing the door on them, and not, and not to say that this will define their season. No, no, but as a fan base, 
their heads are ready to roll mm -hmm. because of the not signing players, because they, they, they just want to see. And they're looking at Liverpool, and I spoke to Flav as well, and he's like, Liverpool have signed this and this, and you know, you've got better, and we're just doing exactly the same and think we can close the gap to Manchester City by doing that. So it feels like that fan base is probably just on the tipping point maybe yeah, and if Liverpool come and absolutely slap them upside the face with a with a cock and balls then they'll be really unhappy about that and I've, you know quite rightfully mm. I think I think you're for a cock and ball slapping well, every day <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a perfect time to play and I think the other thing that comes into play is the, the, um, the World Cup all the players came out late and they were knackered and they didn't invest in anyone they've just had a break Harry Kane played 61 minutes last night and he's the, the star striker who's still recovering. Yeah. I haven't keep saying that people are still in, in pre-season. Yeah. Uh, Alderweire, Alvatonga both played 90 minutes and Chris Eriksen played 90 minutes in friendlies that don't fucking matter. Yeah. When there's a congested fixture list of Champions League and we've got it as well but we're in a better position now because we've added that squad depth that they don't have. We're going to do the preferred that I've seen. You, well, you know, preferred 11s from us already. We've had the midfield ends up being a big discussion point every game this season. But this is the this is the thing. Isn't it? Look, they they have they have, they do have options. I think it gets under it gets undersold a bit. The, the, the depth that they do have. Well, the Vireld was missing for a huge part of last season. Harry Winks was well, not, injured Son's as well. Moore is not even them. the same player. Yeah. Son's not been available to them this season. They're only just getting really getting Lamella back at the back end of last season after a long after a long left. They do, they do have players, but as you're saying, they've had to go strong. They've had to basically put their best team out for this for this for the start of this game. There's been no respite. They've been, you know they come. I think some of them came back early for training. Was Liverpool resisted the temptation to do that a little bit? You know, I know Trent came back earlier, but Jordan Henderson was told, "No, mate, go and get go and get your rest." And it, we're still not seeing you know we're still not seeing Jordan Henderson up to his up to his full powers yet so it is an interesting one sticking with the sticking with the Henderson stuff Chris that's he if he gets the nod in this game mm -hmm. it's a it's a that's just it's a big nod it's probably a big nod for the people who are his detractors I don't think Klopp would ever see it as a, as a big nod or whatever but you know this is these are the kind of games where if we've been preparing Henderson we've more likely been preparing him for a for these games than we have for any of the ones. That yeah, I think so. And listen, if, if the game goes as, as you would maybe expect with Tottenham having a lot of the ball and utilising the big pitch at Wembley and being the home side, then, yeah. you know, our counter-attacking and our breaking from midfield could be key to that. And you think, well, who's the better at that out of Jordan Henderson and, and maybe Jeannie Wijnaldum? And I think naturally, Henderson's range of, range of passion is just a little bit better than Wijnaldum, mm -hmm. so he could be good in that, in that type of a role. But... It, it, the interesting battle for me is is going to be the midfield. You know, if Dembele plays well, Tottenham tend to play well. I don't think Henderson's done particularly well against Dembele over the last couple of years. I don't seem to remember thinking, ah, you know what, Henderson's done him there. I always seem to think Dembele's had a good game, which conversely would say he's dominated our midfield a little bit. Um, so do you look for someone who's maybe a bit stronger in possession on the ball, of Genie Wijnaldum, something? It's an interesting battle anyway. Yeah, I, I look again, this, we're still not finding a world for, for Fabinho. Yeah, you know, and I, I, it's a long season. We know this. There's a chance we could not, we, you know, it could be, it still could yet be weeks till we see Fabinho starting to be properly used. I do start to wonder though, Ross, if you don't need Fabinho in this game, what games What games have you bought Fabinho for if not to play one of your strongest rivals away from home? But then why would you bring him in when the midfield's working? You won four, four out of four games. 
against different opponents and, and you, you're winning. I, I agree, I would like to see him play. But then is he, is he a, a Champions League away thing? Yeah. We're going to go defensive, I think we'll be a bit different to what we were last season. In fact, we haven't got Maribor or Spartak or we can just go and, and spank. Yeah. And we need to be a bit more, maybe Benitez-like, yeah. European away, and he's the perfect player for that for me to go and do, particularly against PSG. Just, I think we have to go and defend there. That's where he come in. Or Southampton at home is easier. Whereas Tottenham away is kind of a big game. If he chucks him in now, he's had no game time with those teammates. To chuck him in is deep for me. Yeah, I think the other thing with Fabinho, and I agree with what Ross is saying, is that if he's not ready, he's not ready. Yeah. And I think we'd all agree that Klopp does that with players. We, you know, we've cited it however many times this season already. Alex Oxley, Chamberlain, Robertson, all those type of things. It's like... Why would you play him if you're getting 70% of what you think Fabinho is when 100% of Wijnaldum's better than 70 of Fabinho? Yeah, no, you just it, wouldn't do that. Yeah. So if he's not ready, he's not ready. Trust yeah. the manager. We keep saying it all the time. I want to trust the manager. Trust him then. Yeah. Trust him then, so talk about it. Yeah, absolutely true. Um, we're going to get to preferred 11s in a moment, but before we do, um, we film a, a fantastic new podcast that we launched a couple of weeks ago now. Uh, it's called Around the League. Uh, the lads and in fact lasses have had a fantastic time on this week, so go and check it out. There's an interesting one for me. We didn't buy anyone in the summer, and like I can't see past their their first eleven is brilliant, but then past that, I think that's where they're going to struggle. They've got a really difficult Champions League group, so they've got Barcelona, Inter Milan, and PSV. I don't think they're going to get through that at all. Uh, but fixture-wise, they've got us Inter, Brighton, Watford, Huddersfield. I think Brighton. I've shown so far this season they're not an easy team anymore. Uh, I think, but you said before the way they play us, they're not easy to break down. Equally, you said Watford uh, are flying at the minute, despite losing the, the, one of the best players. And again, Huddersfield just, just a Huddersfield. Is do you think that's where Tottenham will fall down? Is their squad depth? And do you think they'll regret not buying anyone? And do you think they'll struggle playing at Wembley? Uh, yeah, it's going to be a load of factors like that, isn't it? But you've got to. They're keeping the same team, they're keeping the same fluidity in that, I guess. So they've got, they know how to play with each other, they know what to do, and they've got some great players in that squad. I think this is going to be their big test. I think if they lose to us. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. 
if you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Then, if the, like, if say if we beat them, like, a nice little 4-1, that's going to... What do they do after that? How do they bounce back? So, yeah, obviously we've started this thing just to give a bit of a broader look at the things, the, to contextualise Liverpool's season a bit, Ross, and you sat down and looked predominantly, I think, at the how this run of fixtures, we know how terrible Liverpool's run of fixtures is, <laughs> but it was kind of done to, to to look at how our rivals are doing. Did it allay any fears? Uh, yes and no. I think you can get trapped in the mind of look at our fixture list because it's on the board upstairs and you kind of go, Jesus Christ, that's got quite difficult. But everyone's in the same boat. Like I said, with Spurs, their, their squad depth, they've got tough fixtures that are coming towards them. Got to play Inter Milan, Watford. I've shown they're not, you know, easy to beat anymore. You know, it makes you feel better. That everyone's kind of in the same position. Mm-hmm. Of, they've got this congested fixture list coming up in September. It's kind yeah. of like, yeah, okay, I'm sound with it. I just think the, the people that we're playing. It kind of go, oh Jesus, it's quite hard. Yeah, that's the great thing about that show. I, I listened to, to last week's and it, it was Scion last week's and I thought it was absolutely brilliant. Like, but it's that I can watch something. If I want to know about another team in the league, I can watch something, but I'm not seeing the Liverpool slant on yeah, it. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And everything about that podcast just says, well, this is what they're doing. And this is how it affects what us. It so it's a good, us. And it's yeah. a good show to listen to yeah. as a Liverpool fan. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, that's on the Redmen TV com. It's part of the subscription package on there. You can get over there. There's loads of new new stuff. Chris is doing the newsroom podcast. Yeah, Dave Maddock from the minute on last week, which is absolutely brilliant. With the Reds news roundup, every angle of Liverpool football club is covered in depth and detail in podcast form and in video form. Meaning that you know you can watch it on your desktop, you can watch it on your mobile, but also you can listen on the go in your podcast app as well. So obviously, no more need to be tethered in, in anything. You can watch it on the telly and when you want to go out you can flick over switch it to a podcast version and go and get it on your commute as well so yeah perfect time to join up highly highly recommended um, preferred 11s then gents you've actually both gone exactly the same um, question with your midfield of Genie Wijnaldum James Milner and Naby Keita is this simply because you're looking to be right and that's the midfield that's seen the most footy so far this season no not for me I think there is an element of that, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking more towards the next fixture as well, though. Okay. I was One thing you said before about Genie Wijnaldum, I thought they're going to play Wanyama or they're going to play Dembele. And I thought Genie in that six has been predominantly good mm-hmm. so far this season. He had a good game uh, for Holland against France at the weekend as well. Mm-hmm. So I thought, well, form-wise, play him. James Milner, I don't think you can chuck him out because I think he's shown he's probably our best midfielder yeah. and most consistent. And he's got the experience as well. If something goes wrong, then he's there. Whereas Are you saying, though, by the Milner thing, that you're not putting him in the Champions League game in midweek because he's playing this I weekend? Think or have you not thought that far I ahead? think Henderson plays in the Champions League game. So you're taking our record uh, European assister from last season out of the Champions League Whoa, game. don't ruin next week's build-up show, <laughs> lads. Um, not for me. And listen, I, I didn't base it in the same way that Ross did. I based it on who's come back early from the internationals and stuff like that. So... I think for me, Wayne Aldum's come back a little bit earlier. Kite has come back a little bit earlier. Milner's had a really tough game in a in a in a in, a, in that game with uh, Petrov oh, and stuff Petrov like that. Do you know what yeah. I mean? But ultimately, he'll have been here yeah. for the most part, and just having those extra couple of days training. There's one guy in the team that you throw back in who do, who comes back late, and his name's Roberto Firmino because he is key to everything that we do. Yeah. After that, you probably look at it and go, well. You're here. You're in. I think if we're gonna see some, and I've not, I've not gone with this because again, it's 
preferred. I, I I really wanted to get Fabinho in there, but for me, I, I feel like if we're going to get Fabinho in there, it, it necessitates a change of formation. I think we I, I, it wouldn't shock me to see him introduced in a 4-2-3-1, perhaps, as, as you mentioned, maybe it's one of those big away European games where we might see us, see us go more like that. I think if we are going to see a change, though, a radical departure from what we've seen so far, it might. This, this is probably the game for it because I don't think there's anything wrong with how we approached the European games last season, by and large. But quite clearly, fundamentally, I mean, maybe you could just you could blame it entirely on Lovren's mistakes. And I think, given that he got hooked in that game, I think Klopp probably did at the time as well. Um, I wonder whether there's a, there, you know there is a point where we do do something. We, there's a bit of a, a bit of a, a bit of a departure, and something maybe we've worked on. So what are you a, thinking? Four two three one potentially for this game, where you could see Fabinho and Henderson in there, and then you maybe go what cater as as more of a ten or something, or hey, some, again something else more mad. Maybe you see Shakiri in there in this game for that. It does feel possibly slightly too early, but I do wonder whether I'm not I'm not convinced that we'll go with necessarily what we've seen. So already. someone said to me in a, in a comment section of a video this week about, you know, Fabinho playing right back and stuff for Brazil and I wonder if Fabinho could be a right back and Trent gets moved into midfield. Now I'm not suggesting that that's ever going to happen but my word, that kind of excites me a little bit as well, you know what I mean? If yeah. Fabinho's a good right back the idea of Trent being in the midfield excites me and, you know, I, I, I don't think it will ever happen but nice to talk about. Was this Sam Maguire who wrote this? For the ICC, maybe as well. Uh, uh, someone wrote an article on this, definitely. Did but the, um, yeah, if you've bought for if we've bought for being look, we don't need any more right backs. We've got so many right backs; it's ridiculous. Just play, just play Nathaniel Klein right back. <laughs> Let for being be in midfield for God's sake. You don't go through. You don't go. You don't solve your problem of not having a DM by buying a DM and playing him right back. It's a good point. Maybe we do. Maybe we do. Maybe I, the, the, what, the, the PSG stuff's quite interesting in that, you know, Fabinho will, will have come up against that PSG side before um, a few times and, and, you know, the Neymars and the Mbappes and all that type of stuff and maybe that's, maybe that's the game that you bring him in for. Yeah, it is, it, it, it is fascinating and I can see... Look, he needs the, minutes though. Yeah, well, this, minutes. Is, this is exactly Somewhere. it. You know, that, that, that's the thing about him. He got he got a little bit of time, as you say, at fullback for Brazil. You're not going, we're all great, perfect. There we go, fitting, fitting, raring. Get him in, lads. Go. Yeah, exactly. Throw him in a big game, and that's my that's what I was kind of alluding to before, Ross. Is that there comes a point where Fabinho's just going to have to play, so that when we need him, he's fit to play in a game. And the longer this goes. We're entering into a period now where there's no, you know, maybe you can say the Southampton game, but Southampton have notoriously been a bit of a bogey team for us in, in recent years. Chelsea's definitely one of them in the, in the cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is it, isn't it? You know, you, you, we're, we're going to... A decision's going to have to be made on these at some point. I do wonder, though, whether we... we sh it will be interesting if we stick with the same stuff until it stops working. I'm not sure I'm, but I'm not sure I'm keen. And that, if that makes that makes sense. I think I agree. It doesn't mean it's, but we're under so much pressure in every game, and we have been for the past four games. Of if you change something, you lose. You lose ground on everyone yeah. else already. I know Man City have dropped points, and Man United have lost lost games already. But we're top of the league. You know, don't don't change what's yeah. working. Um, but then Southampton. I would have put him in the Southampton game because I think it's not a dead cert. But out of all the games that we're playing, it's more than likely the Chelsea game away. 
to put him in a, in a cup game, lose a cup game, and then you get lauded for putting him in a cup game yeah. and you get knocked out. My, my thing with this, in terms of the midfield, and Genie is the six. I think he's been he's performed admirably in that role, and I think you know he's been he's been the best performer in that role that we've had so far this season. Because I don't think Henderson was, was particularly good last time out. That being said, I was not. I did, he did a great job away from home against Man City ultimately, but I don't think anyone would go, "Oh yeah, with that, that's that's definitely have Genie Wijnaldum in in all our massive away massive away games." I think he held his own, but I don't think he's. It's not his natural role. He's, he's just he's just. Quite good. He's better than putting Milner there because Milner's pretty poor when you when you put him in, in in that situation. And I do think what maybe this is that game where I think it'll be Henderson or Fabinho because I do you and and maybe as you say it goes back to that physical encounter. If we have got a track record of not winning that physical battle against Dembele, maybe Fabinho's just look. Maybe he's been sitting there going to Fabinho. Here you go. Here's your Dembele DVD lad. Yeah. And you can sit there and get ready because you're going into a fight with this lad. Be, be, a, be an exciting opportunity. No, nevertheless, you get back on Friday. Do the, the Brazilians by all account? Well, yeah, back to back to Melwood on Friday. So I don't know whether that means they get in the early hours of Thursday or it's late Thursday night or whatever. It's but probably any- a bit of a tough ask for Fabinho for this one. You know, early kickoff and all that, like. Um, travel to London as well off the back of travelling back so yeah and the Henderson thing makes perfect sense I could I could absolutely see Henderson coming in but when Alden's been there for that little bit longer I yeah. think that might not like play in his favour this time out the okay, Brazilian no. lads didn't take any part in their game did he last night the which the Brazilian lads didn't take any part in the game didn't play any minutes and that's the thing it's, as, you, as we said it's more preparation is the issue it's a massive game it's a big team these are the games where it, you need to be tactically on it physically on it and then your superior quality then will shine you know against lesser opposition your quality might just shine through without having to be absolutely tactically spot on when you get to those big games there's, there's far less you can give up in order to get across the line it might just be that there's a, there's a balance there where you look at how spares are going to be impacted maybe in a, in a, in a slightly similar way etc and whether we think that it's a gamble as you're right I, I agree Bobby Firmino will be the one that's an absolute shoo-in to be, to be gambled on maybe Put your money on storage starting off from down. Absolutely. Absolutely. Four, two, three, one. <laughs> Dom Solanke leading the line. Salad in behind. Um Are you just not playing a, a back one of Daisy Deja Lovren now. And then just, you know, a few lads further up the field. Old one green Lovren or whatever it is. No, um leave your preferred eleven to the comments below if you would be so kind, please. Uh, let's have a little look around um around the weekend's fixtures then. And this is, we were talking about this on the podcast this week, Chris, is that all of our we've enjoyed the start of the season because every we get to watch Liverpool win and then there's a rival fixture head to head where someone we don't like loses points. We've had more than one win a weekend. It's been great. It's been absolutely splendid. We're now entering this period now. Chelsea at home to Cardiff. You know, as much as, with all these things, shocks can happen. Yeah, of course. But no gambling man, no sensible gambling man is putting any money on Cardiff beating Chelsea, Fulham beating City away. Uh, maybe Arsenal, Newcastle, Rafa's been perfecting his shutout tactic, <laughs> and Arsenal this. are the worst of all those teams that he's that he's faced so yeah. far. So maybe, and then, but again, look, Watford surprises with Spurs. They have got Man United, but uh, this is uh, there's no getting away from this. And you know, we, it's hard. I don't want to slip into the hyperbole. It's very easily done. Of this is the big game. Blah 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 blah. We've built ourselves up a nice little buffer between between Spurs, City, United, etc. So it's not the end of the world if we were to drop points in this fixture, but equally on the flip side of that, Ross, these are going to be sat down, licking the lips and waiting for us to waiting for us to to, to slip up and cock up. 
there's a chance, as Chris said, to maybe to put more distance between Spurs and make everyone look at us and go, oh, wow, we're going to have to be absolutely flawless every week if we want to if we want to catch Liverpool. Yeah, I think it's to do with the rest of the month as well. I think we need to start well now, coming back, back from international break, yeah. set a precedent and go, this is how we perform throughout the rest. Because if you yeah. get drop points now, I don't think heads will drop, yeah. but it'd be one of them of going off. Well, what's, what's the next? This is the most big... important game yeah, of this yeah. set of fixtures yeah. because it sets precedent, it yeah. sets the tone of what, what's happening. And look, you know, if there's an upset this weekend, it's Manchester United being beating Watford. Yeah. I think first and foremost. Um, after that, Newcastle, Arsenal, whatever. But you've got to look at Chelsea, and they'll be the ones sitting there rubbing their hands together, going, "These lads have got big Champions League games, and we haven't." Yeah. And if we can continue to if we can continue to get points, these lads might drop points here, and that's the that that's the difficulty. And once Chelsea maybe got that little bit of form, they've got they've got the experience in their squad. They know how to hold a lead, and all right, they, you know they they're still getting used to Sari and stuff like that. But there's winners in that squad, yeah. and they they need to be thought of as a serious rival, yeah. and we need to put as much distance between us and Spurs as possible. It kind of comes back to what I was saying about this the the, the, the nature of this test against Spurs. The Liverpool team during the, the evolution under Jurgen Klopp, and what you know, you can probably track this back, but not for this conversation, comes into this run of fixtures, probably loses this game, and then uses it to spare it on, and then goes and does, you know, and picks themselves up the next week against the. Against the these are a tough spell of fixtures. Liverpool are going to. Liverpool will not win, I don't think. It'd be nice. I think it'd be. It's, it's unlikely Liverpool will win every game in this spell of in this spell of tough fixtures. But you're right. It would be if Liverpool have improved, it would be nice for us to actually put a market down straight off straight off the bat. Because as I say, everyone are, everyone is looking for blood in the water. Everyone's waiting for us to make a little slip up. It it does. It sends it sends a message to everyone. It sends a message to the squad. It makes them get that the self belief that comes with that and going, we're not that side anymore. We're not that side that stumbles and falters and dusts themselves down and picks themselves up. No, we're we're boss. We're brilliant. We're going to steamroll through. Come, come, hello, high water. And as I say, that is the the importance and unfortunately another example of the horrendous stress that comes with supporting Liverpool at every True. single game this season. Um, but the difference for last season is we've got game changes on the bench as well. Either way, if yeah. we want a lot, we can bring someone on that can come and defend the lead. Yeah. Or if we need another goal, the Shakiri there. If Salah's been someone ragged for like eighty minutes, yeah, storage. It would be. This has got that feel. You know, if we were to write this as a story, and football doesn't very rarely works this way, of course. But because of the you know the, the Tottenham's fears over investment and buying players or whatever, it would it would ring and flow quite nicely. Was were one of Liverpool's new signings to be a difference maker in this game. Doubly so if it was someone off the someone off the bench, and don't even triply so if it's Shakiri who cost piss all yeah. coming off the bench to, to be who was a player that any of the top teams could have had a punt at if they'd if they'd fancied it. Um, I'd rather us just win comfortably in normal time. That would be the much preferable option. So if you're watching Liverpool, Jürgen, lads, just 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 do that. Um, score prediction, boss. One nil and an Allison rainbow flick over. Harry Kane in the 89th minute just to kill us all off <laughs> <laughs> okay cool. uh, a 2-1 victory to Liverpool with Naby Keita scoring one of the goals oh, go on I'll, I'll take that um, yeah 2 no 3-1 uh, oh, to Liverpool 2-1 and a, a, a third goal added in the last five minutes of the game by one of Daniel Sturridge or, or Jadon Jaquiri as, we, as we've got Salah wrapped up in cotton wool ready for the PSG test Ideal world scenario. Uh, yeah, 
preferred 11s score predictions in the comments below if you would be so kind drop a like on the video because it always helps of course um if we're not there already we are we're time of film we, we are tantalizingly close to 300,000 subscribers if you're watching this and you haven't subscribed yet do get involved I can almost um, taste it no I sweat no that's <laughs> salty um so yeah get involved thank you very much and as i say there's so much extra content if you need more than this between now and kickoff there's a few free videos on the youtube channel but more on the redmentv.com go over there sign up become a part of it and uh, yeah we shall see you over there hopefully other than that we'll see you post-match planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options in stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards.